Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez, presented by Weatherman Insurance. Performance tonight, it's hard for me to believe Nikola Jokic is not on the uh, starting All-Star team. Just another amazing night. Uh, is, it, is it hard watching this and not seeing you know, him on the team as a starter? Um, no, I, I'm not worried about any of that stuff, to be honest. I mean, Nikola will get his due. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Uh, we continue to win and win at a high level, he'll get his due. Um, he'll be an all-star. Uh, if he's not an all-star, there should be an investigation. Um, but, you know, the great thing about it is Nicole doesn't care. Like, are we winning games? He's happy. Um, and he knows that right now we're the second best team in the Western Conference in this moment, and he's a big part of that. And, uh, Joe Rico, Alex Ramirez, the final word. Big win for your Denver wow, Nuggets. Joe. Taking over the press conference again last night, huh? Well, the final word does what we do. Big thanks to uh, Nickel Hare, all of his staff out there, and a lot of hardworking people. Adam Morris, all the stiffs. Um, it's a it's a production. Great and Alex, question love. Well, you know you what's put interesting. Him on the spot, Joe. Well, here's the deal. You can't watch this as a Denver Nugget fan and not be a little upset that Nikola Jokic is not considered one of the top five players this year. It's not a lifetime achievement a, award. Right. It's only for this year. It's, and he's definitely one well, of the top five it, players oh, in the Western no Conference. Question, no Joe, doubt. And, and you know what? He one of the best centers of all time. In, in a lot of he's said it that way. But, you know, great question because you put him on the spot. And you know what? Maybe he didn't crack the top five for the starters, right? They're going to announce it, I believe, on Thursday, right? Oh, he'll be a reserve. He'll be you, a reserve. you heard Mike Malone say but, if he isn't, there'll be an investigation. Right. Oh, I mean, Mike. if he's left if, off if, the All Star team, the Joker's not on the I'm not watching team, the game. I'll boycott the game. It. Forget about it. I'm going to watch the game. I, I wouldn't even. Yeah, I mean, it's a joke. I mean, here's the situation. He was. It, it was between him and Anthony Davis. So when you're up with AD and you're up with those guys, I understand. It's fine. And our good friend Stephen Johnston. You know, he told me, hey, pump the brakes a little bit. I'm not saying Jokic is a top five guy yet. What I'm saying is for this year, is he one of the top five players in the Western Conference? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Where would the Nuggets be without him? And where's Jamal Murray, by the way? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, ninth, I, I'm just saying. Does he get in? No. No? No, he, it's, it's wait till next year. You know, but this is only his third year he's in the league. He's a max guy, though, right, Joe? Yeah, he's the next one. He's the next, next one. Guy. Well, you figure Paul Millsap's money comes off the book, Alex, after this year. They have a team option for next year. The Nuggets won't be picking up $30 million. Paul, a solid contributor, and I saw him in the hallway after the game. I was walking out, and you know how you go out the back way? Sure. And he was standing there with one of his buddies, and I told him, I said, it's great to have a mentor here like you, and he's going to earn his salary this year. It, during the playoffs, right? Telling guys, well, hey, the moment's not too big. Hey, this is that, what you do. That's the, that's the million-dollar question. Right. The, the inexperience that this team has. They're so young. Well, he's the guy the that you go to. the only guy that has that playoff right. experience that can do that. Right, and he's a Denver native. <clears throat> and, and, this, and I think that's important to him, too, that he's Last lived night, here. Uh, uh, the Joker, uh, another triple-double. Insane. Okay, and he was suspended because he walked off yeah, the bench. Well, 
I mean, let's talk about that for a second. What your thoughts on Here's the, the thing that, and, that's great about the Nuggets, Alex, is that would have been a huge story had they lost to the Phoenix Suns. Sure. But because Jamal Murray, who was injured in the game, went and tore up Phoenix by 37 points, what that really told the rest of the league is the Nuggets are not just a one-man show with Nikola Jokic. They have enough weapons now for once where, Alex, they're a real threat in the Western Conference. And I'm not saying they're going to win the championship. That'd be far-fetched. The Warriors look like the odds on favorites. On the, depending on the, on the pairings, right? That's going right. to be so important, right? Right. The way, who they match up so with. Staying at number two would be, obviously, they would eventually meet the Warriors in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Right. That would be the case. Two or three. But you two also run into Houston. No, I get that. You also run into San that. Antonio, some teams that. that scare you a little bit. I get that. But the, the Nuggets are trending in the, in the right way. Oh, yeah. Shoot. These guys, second in the West. Right. right. Who would have ever thought that right now? I, I think it's far enough along in the season now that it's no longer, they're just not a surprise team anymore. I think the Nuggets now have to be considered one of many contenders I to play the Warriors. And then don't get me wrong, it begins and ends with the Warriors. I, I'm not putting the Nuggets in that category, especially when I saw a after the Nuggets. When I saw three pointer the other day, I yeah. was like, oh my. Yeah, it's almost Gosh. unfair what they have going. But just remember, Steph Curry's ankles, it's only one ankle twist, right? I mean, that's what makes the NBA great. Yeah, LeBron they, James but, is out right now. With the hand, with a groin injury, yeah. look at the Lakers. They were, I believe, number four seed when yeah. they went out. They're no longer even in the playoffs. Yeah, Steph Curry twists his ankle, and the Warriors lose three or four games in a row. Well, you know, don't let the Nuggets get the number one. Last seed. night, you can't really. Do, I mean, you can't look at last night's right. Joel Embiid out, out, Jimmy Butler yeah. out. I mean, you, you can't. At, it was a good test. It was a good, a good right. run. Well, and, Jamal you know, Murray out. Yeah. So you know, it yeah. wasn't the best game. It could be. You're right about that. Alex. How does the lineup look like today, Joe? Man, it's amazing as always. And you know, it, it all starts. It begins and ends with the best leadout man in Colorado sports history, Todd Romero. From Altitude He's Sports Center, He's good. He was he was in studio again last night. I hope Todd, you heard yeah. my question to Coach Malone. I think he did. Him and Ans do such a great job there. You're part of that crew now. Every well, time you go I to think, the game, Jay, I see you're you're doing your your post game. Well, I'll tell you I what, man. It. I'm there early. I and, asked you, you know, a question this morning too. I said, Joe, how'd you get that video? Well, so well I, I, you know, I it's one of those things at home. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You're a gangster, man. man. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the situation. You know, it's all about promoting the Nuggets in, in the right light. Right. It's 2018, 19 now, excuse me, 2019. Sure. You know, the age of social media is everything. Right. There's tweets going out during the game. I mean, it's so interesting that we no longer wait till the 10 o'clock news to get uh, our sports cast. Right, you know, I mean, to it's, Joe it's, Rico. You, you can go to Alex Ramirez. You can go to Joe Rico. You can go to Jacob Meyer. You can go to 100 professionals throughout this land who love the NBA like I do. Even my girl from China uh, that was sitting next to me from NBA TV China. Right? Wow. And I'll tell you what. TJ McBride here. Yeah, TJ, man, my okay. boy. He'll be coming on. Yeah. We exchange numbers. Uh, the great he Brandon He was in Vogue. Utah the other day. Jacob, and is of that course, right? He was in Utah? McBride? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I believe so. And of course, out. hey, man, the king, the king, Mr. Basketball. He'll be on today. Adam, Adam Myers. Adam. From DenverStiffs.com. The biggest stiff, The biggest Well, I'll tell you what. The man knows his basketball. Yeah. He's right there. I enjoy, his, I enjoy his Twitter uh, video he has on the stuff. Well, he's got a great podcast right. as well. We'll oh, talk yeah. to him about yeah. that. He's all over the Nuggets. He's dialed in. The Nuggets are the odd team in town right now. The Avs have fallen off. The Broncos no longer a threat to win a championship. 
I think everybody kind of feels ominous with the Arenado thing hanging over our heads, and we'll talk to our great man, That's Ed Henderson. That's going to ar- arbitration, right? Is that, is that, uh, is that we'll see. Term? I mean, we're talking the long term, though. Yeah. I mean, is this Nolan Arenado's last few months as a Rocky? And I think it is. I think the Yankees well, the are going to come calling. Yeah, right. There, the so. Dodgers have cleared a lot of cap space. Mm-hmm. Interesting. These guys haven't really played for a big-name free agent. They're saving their money for Arenado. I think there'll be a bidding war That's a lot of money. that the Rockies are not going to be able to win. Let's face it. The Rockies are not going to get a hometown discount from Nolan Arenado. Why should he? And here's the thing. If you're a Rockies fan, you could point out that Nolan had two chances in the divisional series this year to make a big difference with him at the plate, and he struck out both times. So if I'm a teammate or I'm a guy, and I look, I'm just, I've played competitive sports. Isn't it natural if, yeah. you're, if you choke in the moment? that some of the guys are like, hey, man, I'm going to give that $30 million to somebody else. Maybe we bring in another pitch. And imagine Kyle Freeland, Juan Marquez, and then, or Juan Marquez, and then another number one starter. And what do you think of that? I, I, Joe, I think that the Rockies are also training in the right way at this point. Right. Uh, I mean, they made an improvement by, what, half a game, what, one game to get in the playoffs last yeah. year. And, you know, I think well, that they means, went one game further. They well, won the wild card well, instead of way, lost I it. I mean, it shows the, the Colorado Rockies fans here. It's not just a novelty when you go to, like, Oh, I'm gonna go to Coors Field. It's like oh, I'm gonna go to Red Rocks. No, it's now you actually have, you have you have a product now right. that's being produced. And and, and the, 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 hats off to everybody at Coors Field because they're doing a great job. Joe, uh, today's show is presented to you by many 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 guests and many of our sponsors. One of our top uh, our, our title sponsors, Joe. Before we get to the rest right. of the show, of course, got to tell you about the Weatherman about Agency. Weatherman. Sure, Chris and Brian Weatherman, two of our dear friends. They need to be your insurance guys now. Call today at three zero three. Two three seven one two three four. It's that easy. Three zero three two three seven one two three four. Get a hold of Chris for all your insurance needs, whether it's home, auto, life, renters, asset protection. The Weatherman agencies will never let you down. And Alex, you never use the phone. How do you get old of Chris or Brian Weatherman? Uh, very simple, Joe. Send him an email at cweatherman at allstate.com or bweatherman at allstate.com for all your home, auto, and life policies. Give these guys a call. Uh, they've been doing this for almost 34 years, uh, him and his dad. So give him a call Amazing. today, Joe. What's that phone number one more time before we wrap 303. up? 303-237-1234. Two three seven one two three four. One more time, lineup time. Coming up real soon, we have Todd Romero from Altitude Sports Entertainment. We'll follow that up with Jack Stern, our good buddy from the Ralphie Report, talking a little CU basketball. They fell asleep at the wheel. They were leading at halftime over Jack Stanford. Stern. We gotta get he's him. a man. We, we got to get him a sponsor, man. Well, he, we do. He, he's, he, he's up he, and he's coming, awesome. man. Great guy. And, you know, he's going to talk a little bit about some of the all-star games. Of course, Philip Lindsay was discovered at the East-West Shine game. I sure. think many people looked at him. Although he didn't get drafted, his name was put out there at that time. A couple buffs playing in that game in the NFLPA yeah. all-star game as well. Senior Bowl yesterday. Jack will talk about the buffs draft prospects as well. Mel Tucker in town. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we were there for Coach Mack. We got pretty close. You know, thanks I to our Mel great president. Is Mel Tucker? He's very approachable. I've seen a lot of interviews with him, Joe. Yeah. He uh, he seems like a guy. You think that, he gets it? Yeah, I you think, think he young gets guys it. dig him. I think a guy. I think Josiah Davis is digging him. Well, I'll tell you what, our talk good to, friend I, Josiah Davis and his, his mom, mom Loretta, what an amazing and lady he just she is. Into school. Father as well. Yeah, one great one, one semester early. So hey, you know he's what? Ready to get his academics. You're ahead of the game, brother. For you. Get ready, hit the weight room, you know, get off to a great start. You have the natural ability, Josiah. We're all behind you. And then we got a special guest host, Joey. Oh, it's going to be amazing, man. Our good friend through our great friend, Raz Gannat. Yep. And Gannat Jewelry Atelier, another one of our amazing sponsors. 
We have some great people coming in. At 1120, we have a wonder kid, somebody who's amazing, knows about sports. He's nine years old. Tell everybody about RJ, the our good friend. sports kid, Roche, his father. I had a chance to speak to him a couple weeks ago. About great week video. Ago. Yeah, YouTube video. He's all over the place. He loves his uh, hometown sports. We got to get bio on him, so we're going to get yeah. a chance to talk to him. Super Peel excited. back a few layers. Yes. Hang out with us in Studio Joe and talk about a little bit of sports. Well, and, and you know what? We just love Raz and all of his entourage. Yeah, he'll be just, in. I believe he'll be in as well, hey, yeah. Swashbucklers, man. I, I mean, just that guy inspires me all the time. Get the, out in the community. The, yeah, Do guys, something big. Yeah, that's right. The final words got you covered the next two hours. Let's kick it off with Todd Romero, Colorado's best leadoff man. He comes at you next on the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on 1340 AM, 104.7 FM. Presented to you by Allstate Insurance, Mile High Sports. Just give it a chance. Loving you is not my plan. The Final Word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez. Presented by the Weatherman Agency. 1016, Joe Rico, Alex Ramirez back at the Final Word. Beautiful Sunday morning. Super Bowl a week away. Rams, Patriots getting it on down in Atlanta. Alex, are you a little sad the Broncos aren't there? Of course. I mean, it's sad, isn't it, it's right? It is, man. I mean, and it's a distant one, memory. One, one, you, you had a great post this week on Facebook saying the Broncos were a ways away. And, yeah, you know, you know here's the, the reality is, set when in. You, when you look at the teams that are involved, even in the championship sure. games on both the AFC and the NFC side, sure. you look at that and you're like, okay, well, how far are the Broncos away from even getting to that game? Right. A long ways away, Joey. Well, and, let me tell uh, you. You know, I'll tell you what. Uh, hopefully the new regime that's happening now at uh, Dove Valley yeah. is uh, going to We'll see. Hey, the offseason just began. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt up to this point. Uh, A person we're always willing to give the benefit of the doubt to is Shannon Barley, Colorado's top real estate agent as far as we're concerned. Caldwell Banker West loves her. Always in the million or $2 million clubs. Why? She knows the territory. She knows the market. Call her today, 303-919-2611. Alex, she is absolutely the best. And her stats say that whether you're buying or selling the home, if you're buying, she's going to get you the lowest price in the best location. If you're selling, she somehow remarkably always gets above list. She's amazing. That's why she's in Joe, these clubs. I mean, she's homegrown here in Colorado. She went to Columbine High School. She went to the University of Northern Colorado. She knows the territory. She knows the trends. She knows the swings when it comes to different uh, interest rates or programs that you might be able to get qualified in. Give her a call today at 303-919-2611 or send her an email at your fresh start. Realty at gmail.com or go to her website at yourfreshstartrealty.com. Caldwell Bankers, top one and two uh, producer, Joey. When you go to one of her open houses, you're going to see digital imaging Amazing when it comes marketing. to the uh, the property. You don't even have to go to the house anymore. You can just watch it on your laptop. Sure. Drones Virtual flying tours. over the property, digital yep. imaging. You can just sit there and have a cup of coffee. Give her a call Look today at, at 303 yep. That's Shannon Barley Sales Houses. Well, the best men in Colorado when it comes to the coverage of the Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche absolutely is Todd Romero. Why? He's always there once again in studio. Uh, double duty, triple duty. Uh, you like the mailman. It just doesn't matter. You're there and looking like a million dollars last night. Uh, I wanted your tailor's number, but I can't afford what you're wearing. I need to know 
What's going on with Nikola Jokic not being on the All-Star team after another amazing triple-double? I asked that very question to Mike Malone yesterday, and of course he gave the standard answer. He didn't care, and nobody cares, and it's all about wins, and that's great, and I believe that. But I think it's it's kind of an atrocity because it's a yearly vote, right? It's not a lifetime achievement award. He deserves to be in that starting five. Good morning to you. I'm I'm mad he's not there. I think I think it's a reflection of the market. Well, here's the deal. I mean, it, being voted in. I mean, you, you look at the final votes, and Stephen Adams of Oklahoma City <laughs> ranked above him. I mean, I, that's the fan portion of the vote, and obviously, right. the NBA is spurned by you know the growth that they're that they have worldwide and the deal is there's so much money in this and you know we joke around that you know Vic Bangio was at the game last night and maybe he was scouting jokers the quarterback (laughs) the fact of the matter is even if he could do it he makes so much more money in the NBA than he does in the NFL he would never even think about it but you take that with a grain of salt it really doesn't matter the the all-star vote it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, there, you see Dwayne Wade among the top boat getters, blah, 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 his farewell tour. I, I don't even look at that. I look at the final roster because, really, the players that are put in now will find out on the 31st, the reserves, and if he were not to be put in on the reserves, that's when there's a problem. But there's every aspect that he's going to be voted in by the coaches, and it's so much more important to be voted in by your coaches and peers than it is by the fans because it's a popularity contest by the fans. We're still in the mountain time zone, and those on the East Coast don't watch Nikola Jokic, but once a year when their team's playing him and once when they're in Denver, that's it. So I, I really don't get all worked up about it because the people voting probably don't even know how to spell NBA. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Toddy. You listen to Todd Romero from Altitude TV. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Romero TV. Toddy, you're right. Uh, last night's game, uh, Joe, great question to Mike Malone, but you know what? You're right. I don't think Joker is there yet in the sense of the top five, uh, you know, most fan votes. I guess you want to because there's a lot of uh, outside influence that really doesn't really affect the game because we are a small market, Joey. But let's talk about the Nuggets right now, Toddy. The last uh, ten games are seven and three. Uh, they're on a two-game winning streak. Last night was a game that you know Jamal Murray did not play. The Joker was out there doing his thing with another triple double. Talk about where the Nuggets are at right now, in your opinion, because this. This is great. They're second in the West. They're only a game and a half up on uh, Oklahoma yeah, City. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And sure. so it's, it's it's this is great stuff that's happening right now, Todd. Well, number one, they get the tiebreaker against Oklahoma City, right. or they will. They're already be already beating them twice, I think, and they've got another two games left. So they got to get one or two to get a tiebreaker on them. But I, I mean, I don't know. The, the frustrating thing to me is. Wait, so what the, should I do? I just... What's that? No, I'm sorry, Todd. Go ahead. Wild. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Anyways. The, the deal about it is, is that you look at, at Golden State, they've got five All-Stars. Now Boogie Cousins is there. They've won ten straight games. I mean, as a Nugget fan, you're frustrated from the standpoint that you've got to ultimately play the Warriors to get into the NBA Finals. I don't know that anybody can beat them. I think the thing you've got to hang your hat on is this team has been built not by trades. It's this team has been built from the ground up, and they're built for the long run. And you know, Mike Malone's talked about it, that, hey, they signed their own free agents. There's a reason why they did that. I mean, you're really seeing guys that have been here for two and three, four years now that have become part of this team. And for the, when, if the Nuggets can get there and win the whole thing, it's going to mean so much more than, you know, going out and getting Kevin Durant. I mean, the Warriors, aside from Kevin Durant and Boogie Cousins, are a self-failed team. But if you take those two players away, 
The Nuggets are better than they are. Bottom line, it's just a frustrating thing. I mean, because as you're a Nuggets fan, and you don't like to wish injury on anybody. You're hoping that either Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, or somebody on that team is banged up when it counts because that's the only way that team gets beat. Um, there's a big one coming up on February 1st against the Houston Rockets and James Harden. I'm a firm believer that no matter how good Harden is to win seven games in the first round, seven games in the next round, seven games, and then win the NBA title, I don't think that a team that shoots that many threes, despite how good they are, Golden State's been the only team that's really proved that wrong in their history. And I think it's so difficult to win when you play very little defense and all you do is hoist up the three. Eventually, that's going to come back to bite you. I mean, there was a night the other two weeks ago, Harden was two for 19 or something from three. Right. So I don't know. You know, last year without, with Chris Paul, I think they would have beaten the Warriors. They were up three to two, and they should have beaten them. But now you put Boogie Cousins in. Um, I mean, last night's line was ridiculous. By all, they have five all-stars on that team. I mean, it's just – so it makes it tough because you're looking where you want to ultimately go and who's standing in your way. But with that said, the Nuggets play an exciting brand of basketball. They're 10 deep. Um, they've got the place packed all the time. And at the end of the day, it comes down to entertainment, getting your value for your dollar, and having a very good basketball team that's built for the long run. And that's what this team is. I think this team is going to win a title. It's probably not going to be this year. But they've got a window for the next five, six years of guys that are – I mean, Jamal Murray's 21 years old. The Joker's 23. I mean, come on. This team is, is loaded. So, you know, from the standpoint of who they have to play to get there, it's frustrating. But at the same time, they're playing such an exciting brand of basketball. Going into last night, I predicted at the beginning of the season, I think it was October 27th before the first game was tipped off, something like that, somewhere around in that area, that they would be – 53 wins is what I predicted. Going into last night, if they go 21-14 and 14 the rest of the way, that's 53 wins. Um, this is a big stretch coming up. I think seven of the next ten are on the road. Well, here's the situation. The Nuggets are 11-11 and 11 on the road, and I think that's where your difference between a one and a four seed lies. I mean, if they go, you know, four and seven in these next 11 road games, which, you know, these next 11 road games, I think to me are going to decide what seed. I definitely think they're in the playoffs. I think at this point they can go anywhere from a six all the way to a two with an outside shot at one. But they have to win on the road. Your thoughts on, you know, give me give me your lineup because you're going to you're going to start shortening your bench as these games mean more. Give me the guys who are going to start not seeing minutes. I mean, well, is it You've already seen one of them. Juancho Hernan Gomez. And listen, it's when you have this, it's frustrating because every guy's made a contribution. Um, Juancho Hernan Gomez right now is the odd man out. Um, right. When you have everybody extremely healthy, I don't know. Trey Lyles, I thought, was kind of straddling that line because he's just not played well, but he's really come on in the past two weeks. Um, I, I got to tell you, not that he's not going to not play, but Paul Millsap's got to play better. He is, you know, he's a $30 million investment. Um, you know, he played great night before last night, not so good. He's got to be a little bit more consistent. He knows that. But I think you're looking at Wancho as probably kind of an odd man out because Malik Beasley is playing off the hook. Will Barton's going to start to round into shape. Um, you know, it's hard to cut that rotation down. I think you're going to see with the Nuggets, what you see is what you get. Monte Morris has his role. He's going to be in there in the fourth quarter with Jamal Murray at the two some of the time. Then maybe even with Gary Harris because Monte Morris makes big shots. He makes the right pass at the right time. I don't know that you're going to see it that much shorter. I think there's right now there's one odd man out, 
and that's Juancho Hernan Gomez. And it has affected his game, and I think it's affected his confidence a little bit because he's not getting the guaranteed minutes. And that's the thing when you have so many injuries like the Nuggets had, guys that stepped up knew they were going to play, knew they had guaranteed minutes, knew that if they didn't do something in three minutes wrong that they were going to be left in the game. Now guys are fighting for minutes. You know, competition's a good thing. It's a great thing. The best-case scenario for the Nuggets to me is, of course, ending in the one seed. But if you can't end in the one seed, what would be the best-case scenario for the Nuggets? And I've already thought about it. Finishing number two and then having Houston finish four. Because how they bracket them, two and three are in the same bracket, one and four are in the same bracket. Yep. So if you could have the Nuggets finish two and somebody else finish three, Oklahoma City, whoever it may be, it would be nice to see Houston finish four and Golden State one. Wow, uh, yes. They would have to play each other before getting to the NBA Finals and beat each other up, or the Western Conference Finals. Hey, we got our good buddy, RJ, the sports kid. He's in here with us. RJ has a question for you, Todd. Go ahead, RJ. Go ahead, RJ. Um, why, why do you think Nikola Jokic is not in the, an all-star starter this year? Great just, question. Great question, because, RJ. Just because there's guys that, uh, I mean, if you lived in Oklahoma City, what would you do all day? Yeah. You're going to yeah. sit there and stuff the ballot. You can vote every day for the. You can vote every day for the, your players. You can vote. Some days they count twice. Denver, we're an outdoor state, man. We got we got the Broncos, we got the Rockies, we got the Nuggets, we've got you got the Rapids, you've got the CU Buffs, Colorado State, Air Force. You got you know you've got all these different teams. You got the Avalanche. There's a lot of different things to do in Denver and Oklahoma City. There is one pro sports team, and that's all they got. Yeah, they got OSU or whatever, but. All the fans, they're in the same thing in Salt Lake City, Utah, Sacramento, California. These fans, all they have to do is focus on one sports team and get obsessed with one team where we have our allegiances spread out with everybody. So I think that has a lot to do with it on markets like Oklahoma City that they can just sit there and continue to vote like that. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's a big – Everybody gets caught up on the starters being named. It's a popularity contest. It comes down to who the coach. To me, it would be more important to be voted in as reserve because you have your peers voting you in, and that actually means something. There you go. And that was a great question, RJ, the sports kid, and he'll have a segment here in about uh, about 40 minutes. Uh, yeah. Toddy, uh, real quick, uh, the Pro Bowl today. I mean, this is it. Uh, they're out. Your boy, Philip Lindsay's out there hanging out. He's, he, in fact, he took over the Instagram for the NFL uh, page um, recently, and he's been doing great stuff out there. Not surprising. Uh, talk about what your favorite memory is in the Pro Bowl, because I have mine. Uh, Sean Taylor, Joey, the late Sean Taylor, remember right. that? that? It was a Pro I forgot who he knocked out. Santana Moss, or I forgot who it was. Yeah. Yeah, was it Santana yeah, he Moss? He leveled somebody, yeah. yeah. Anyways, your favorite Pro Bowl moment, Toddy, because, um, I mean, this is going to be a I'm looking at the. Uh, the is there a oh, favorite look, I'm Pro looking, Bowl? It's like, it's like a it's there, like a flag one, football game. Flag football, but there is one because it happened to be the last time the number seven play, and it was a touchdown. I think it was to a fullback, and I can't remember the fullback's name, but Elway threw. I think it was his last pass to uh, the fullback in the, in the champion in the Pro Bowl back when it you could actually kind of play a little bit, but you know I would say that I was at Elway's last game which was uh, the Super Bowl win against Atlanta, but actually I wasn't. I was his last game with the Broncos, but his last game as a Broncos, the Pro Bowl, he did throw a touchdown to a fullback, I believe, in that game. So I would probably say that's my favorite Pro Bowl, but I don't even watch anymore. 
Let me tell you this time. right now. Let me tell you this both right now. First of all, I have no Pro Bowl moments. My best Pro Bowl moment, one of my kids were made during a Pro Bowl. Yo. Now that's what I'm well, talking you know what? about, Actually, baby. Touchdown, Rico. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. Hey, Touchdown actual, on the play. My, my actual favorite Pro Bowl um, uh, Pro Bowl moment is Philip Lindsay being voted in. Well, I absolutely. Because he becomes only the first offense player ever to be voted in as a free right. agent offensive rookie there's been three or four defense but never an offensive rookie free agent so i'd probably say that was it well i'll tell you what man because once the vote is over and you're named to me it doesn't matter because it's a joke of a game yeah i was gonna say anybody who wants to come over to my house for the pro <laughs> bowl you're welcome to i won't be there i, I will not was be MVP watching last today year, joey i don't care but i'll tell you NFL, what the nfl's told you what a joke it is yeah they play it before the super bowl exactly yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. The way the game used to be in Hawaii after the Super Bowl, I, I liked it, to be honest. It was, it was actually fun. Now, who knows what the game I mean, is. It's flag football, like you said. It's a joke. But the, the bottom line all, is. The best I'm, all-star game is baseball. It's oh, yeah. Perfect yeah. reflection because in hockey, you can't really you can't hit. You can't really check hard. Nobody plays defense in the NBA game. Defense. It's, yep. the, it's the baseball game. It's the best all-star game, period. I agree. Hey, Toddy, I'll tell you what, nobody is better than you, baby. We love you. Super Bowl next week. Too bad we're a little bit hey, far Alex, away from that, that, that. You can turn around a team in a year or two, man. Come on now. Yep. All right, man. I get it. All right, man. I'll tell you what, we're, we're, the light is on, we but nobody's we home. Need we need a We need a quarterback, baby. That's exactly true. There I'll tell you, you what, you, if you, you got GM potential, Romero, I think you need to send your resume well, into the I Broncos. I guarantee you I'm better than some of these clowns. I'll uh, tell you what. I, I second that. I, I second doubt that, it, Romero. I, we need you, baby. We want you on that wall. We need we you need on that draft. We need you, well, baby. Well, it may make you sick. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> you, Toddy. We value you, man. <laughs> we love you, baby. We'll Not talk bad. to you later next week. Todd Romero, the one and only. Altitude, six nights a week. Nuggets going somewhere. Yep. We don't know where, but yep. hey, Alex, our best wishes to all the guys down there yeah. at the Pepsi Center. Get out, pack that place. They're worth watching. When we get back, Jack Stern from Ralphie Report. He'll join the final word next. When you rejoin Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez with special guest host, my man, RJ, the sports kid on 1340 AM, 104.7 FM. Presented to you by Shannon Byerly Sales Houses, Caldwell Bankers, Mile High Sports. Woo! The Final Word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez. Presented by the Weatherman Agency. Start spreading the news. Let it breathe. You know this music can only mean one thing. The chairman of the board just walked in the studio. Raz Nats here. Yeah. In present. In right. person. Ladies, stop. No more. Don't throw those things nope. up against the window anymore. 303. This is a child. There's a child in the studio. 1340. Yep. No more no more texts. No more emails. Raz is, is quite happy today. Let's okay? let this breathe a little bit, Jacob. A little more. One more. Raise a glass for our man, Raz Gannat. The number one jeweler in Colorado, period. And it's Valentine's, baby. Yep. You know, our lovely ladies, bench, Monique, boys. Bernadette, uh, we love you girls. You know, we would not be the same without either of you two. And, uh, wow, you know, Valentine's is a big one, guys. Get that right. Call our boy, Raz Gannat. Gannat Jewelry Atelier, 250 Columbine Street, number 130 in Denver, Colorado. 303-355-5050. 
It's where anybody who wants to make a perfect Valentine's Day That's for right, your lady. You're not going, That's where you go, baby. You're not going to Zales. You're not going to uh, Tom Shane. All right, you're going to the best. Red carpet the chairman stuff. of the board, baby. Specialized. Him and his dad, Ichik, have been uh, doing business down in the North Cherry Creek area for the last 35 years. And these guys know their territory. These oh, guys yeah. know everything. They create you a custom uh, piece that could be a pennant for your, your wife. Uh, they make your, memories your for your girlfriend. Uh, uh, they want to restore something. Yep. Guys, seriously, Valentine's Day is coming up. Give our guy Raz a call today. At What's that number, Alex? 5050 The chairman of the board, top of the line, Denver A-list, top... Ch- three times in a three row, Three times baby. in a row, top jeweler here in Colorado. Yes. Mic drop. Yes. Unbelievable. Get your girl something from Gannat Jewelry Atelier today. Our boy Jack Stern on the line. He's the man for college sports here on The Final Word. Uh, Jack, your name is world-renowned. Talked to a couple buddies of yours uh, out at the Nuggets game, and Jack Stern's carries some weight even there. Uh, a couple guys that uh, knew you uh, up in Boulder and said great stuff about you, how hard you work. And, you know, you really do love college sports. We were talking, and at the beginning of the CU-Stanford game, I was all excited you were coming on. CU raced out to a big lead, and, you know, they were leading at halftime. And then, for whatever reason, they failed to show up in the second half. Good morning to you. And, you know, uh, let's let's lead off there. It was a tough loss to Stanford, and I asked you, hey, you think they can make the tournament? And you were kind of shaky about your answer, and I, I think after that second half, I see why. Talk a little bit about the game last night, and good morning to you. Thanks for making time for us. Yeah, good morning to you, Joe and Alex. Thanks again for having me on. I feel like last night's game was kind of the season in a nutshell. You know, inconsistent performance from half to half, key guys getting in foul trouble, uh, just not enough good shooting across the board, uh, poor second-half performance kind of laid down on the defensive end of the floor. It seemed like as they allowed Stanford to score 44 points in the second half. Yeah, it was just a rough game. And uh, I think a lot of people really lost confidence uh, in the team last night, especially considering where we are in the season now. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Alex Ramirez, My Life Sports Radio. This is Guy. You cover the uh, CU football team like no other person up uh, does up there up at CU. Ralphie Report. Uh, now you've shifted your talents to the basketball side of the college basketball scene now. And when I look at college basketball now, Jack, and it's not like, I mean, back in the day you had the Syracuses, the Georgetowns, the Dukes, uh, you know, players that actually stayed in their program besides going out after one and done. And I think that's what college basketball lacks because sometimes when these tournaments start, you don't know who any of these guys are, Jack. And you're like, wow, I used to remember Bobby Hurley. I used to remember, uh, you know, Grant, uh, Hill. Oh, Grant Hill or right. Bob, you know, everybody, right. Christian Leitner. Right. Now it's like, well, Zion. Uh, with Zion Williamson. Zion right. Williamson. Uh, well, you know him because he's going to be the number one pick in yeah, the draft. Yeah, but Scotty Pippen came out the other day and said, you know what? I think he should stop leave. playing. Right. And forget about his his, his, his classes that he's taken and, right. and sewing and cooking right, right now for his freshman year. Because <laughs> he's guaranteed because to be the number he's one pick got in a the shoe draft. Deal. Right. He's got a shoe deal right now guaranteed by Nike. Right. That's going to pay him over a hundred million dollars. Wow! So, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, college basketball is corrupt, or I mean, what, what do you think? You know, that's an interesting question, Alex. I was talking to Bucky Waters at a sports media convention over the summer, longtime uh, college basketball head coach, and he was telling me it's just 
the dynamic of the industry has just changed. He said when he walked into recruiting visits with families, it would just be the mother, the father, and the child. And nowadays, he said, when you walk in, there's an agent, there's a lawyer. So I think athletes are just seeking ways to maximize their value and try to get the compensation they deserve. Honestly, I can't really blame them for doing so because in the game of basketball, you only have so many years to play, right? So you want to get as many years out of it as you can. But at the same time, something I've noticed uh, among a lot of these younger guys is they're just, you know, being at 19 or 20 years old, sometimes when they enter the league, they're not fully biologically developed. And when you're playing against grown men, that's very evident. And, you know, it's something that I think hurts them ultimately at the front end of the career. Well, here's the other thing, and this is why I want college football to expand past the four teams, is when you look at the tournament in college basketball, the reason the mid-majors do so well nowadays is because they do have the guys who stay together. They do have 21 and 22-year-old men going up against these 18-year-old phenoms now, and they've counteracted the Kentuckys of the world who put five great athletes together for one year and then say, hey, you're all going to the NBA. And they say, hey, you know, we're not going to guarantee you're going to the NBA, but if you stay together three years, you're going to make a deep tournament run at my school, and here's how we have proof. And there's a number of cases on how to build a program that way. Do you feel, first of all, that the NCAA football tournament should expand to give the mid-major teams a chance? Because I think they do very well, at least one or two of them. And two, isn't this the key to making a great tournament is some of these 10 seeds, like Alex and I say, they're seniors stay all the you know younger clubs that aren't Duke. They're like Butler. They have four kids who are 23, and they're playing against 18-year-olds, even though they're better. Are they really better because the other kids have a better advantage because they're five years older? They're men. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's really what makes college basketball exciting. While the Dukes or the Kentuckys may appear like the perennial powerhouse, especially now, I mean, they're beatable on any given day. And when you have experienced veterans matching up against them, I think that's when it really becomes evident in the NCAA tournament. But moving on to college football and answering your first question, yes, I do think they should expand it. Uh, to six or maybe even eight teams. Just so Central these... Florida can get waxed 48 nothing. Hey. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily do people think they that? would get waxed. Well, I, don't I mean, or Central Florida wins like Boise State did against Oklahoma 10 years ago, which set this whole mid-major thing to begin with. Remember the I mean, Statue of Liberty play? One of the well, greatest plays in college history. If you're going to have a ranking in college football, I guess you better rank them accordingly, and you better play them that way, right? So to your right. point, they Jack. They could be eighth. They'd be I mean, an eighth seed. Could, you're could, right. they could, play Alabama or somebody. Could Central Florida do something against the powerhouse like Clemson or even Alabama? One game, and sure. one of the preliminary games. No, I don't think so. And, if, you, if, if anyone watched the college football playoff this year, both of the games are very unentertaining and not really right. close right. either way. So, I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? Why right. not just expand it and see what happens? Right. It'd be more interest. I'll tell you what, more money. And that's what the, you know that, Alex. I mean, yeah. if it makes paper, it's going to happen. See, I'm tired of seeing these college athletes, their jerseys in the, in the, in the school store, you know, right. 80 bucks each yeah, and they can't and, make a dime. And these kids can't go out and get a job or, right. you know, they have to be limited. to. What's their, up with that, I mean, Jack? What's your opinion on what, that? Because I mean, it is they're change, being exploited, right? right? I mean, isn't this eventually going to change? I think I think it's bound to change eventually. I think college athletes should be paid. It should be like having a job just because of how demanding it right. is. You know, these guys, these guys are expected to wake up early in the morning, lift weights. There's practice. 
it's just hard. You know, I think they should have the option of going to class, but it's hard to really get into both and dive into it. And when guys know they're going to the pros, they kind of lose motivation on the school side. So why not just call it what it is rather than trying to disguise it as student athletes? I'm not trying to say that none of these guys want to go to class or that they're not interested in school. That's not true at all, especially here at the University of Colorado. A lot of them are very academically oriented. But at the same time, for those who aren't, I think it's only fair that they get paid and they get that type of compensation up front and right away. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We all know that this is all going on anyway. With the In college basketball, they had the shoe contracts, and, I mean, it didn't matter. Like Kansas, you name the school, there were all little bits and pieces, even Duke and the blessed one, Coach K. You know, th- this is big money. It's big business, and both on the NCAA tournament. And now Alex and I were talking about how much money the college football playoff made, even just the Final Four and the championship game. Dude, man, our buddy Chris Weatherman's a huge Alabama yeah. fan. He was talking to you, Alex. They made billion, yeah. a billion dollars on that I mean, game. Yeah. Where, where's the money? Why it's, can't each athlete get two thousand bucks? Well, you know, Jack, break. Jack, you see, you see the uh, these programs with the tuition levels every year growing. You know, higher and higher for these kids to right. go to their schools. You know, you look plus at Col- they're offering perks. You look at University they're of Colorado, and you're getting all this uh, this new, you know, brand new money coming in from all over the country. Uh, every, I don't know. I'm just disappointed that that the college athletes, you know what, broke. and that's why college basketball players leave, Joe. Right. Because they don't like. You know what? I'm not going to get mine. I, would right. you rather have a national championship or fifty million dollars? How in many your bank? Zion Williamson jerseys were Joe, sold this year? I just asked you a question. Would you rather have fifty million dollars in the bank, or would you have a national championship in basketball? <laughs> Give me the fifty mil. All right. I'll Every buy day. my. I'll buy my own. I'll ring. buy my degree. <laughs> I will go to Target and I will print it, and then I'll buy my own national championship ring. And I'll lie and say I was on the team. I'll even Photoshop a picture with me and Coach K. Well, and I'll wear my. I will fake agree ring. with college football though that they make you have to at least stay two years. Right. Because, you know, I think that oh, you, I think if you're going to go to college, you should be there at least yeah. two years because it's a joke. And the whole NCAA thing, there, Jack, you're not. I mean, you're one year. I mean, come on, man. I mean, these guys aren't even. Are they even going to class? And if so, would you? Well, what is Zion Williamson yeah, I mean, has Zion like 15 million followers on Instagram. And a shoe contract. On Instagram. Right? Yeah, and He's a shoe a contract, kid. Jack, waiting for him. How many millions of dollars is Zion Williamson going to get the minute he drops out of school? Well, the Nike said 100 million. Oh, I, I, I don't even know. I think I think the situation with Ball Ball has actually really put this whole put everything on display. Yeah. I mean, he got hurt uh, and. It's kind of analogous in nature to what happened with um, Nick Bosa at Ohio State as well. Right. I mean, right. if these guys get hurt, you don't that you don't want to get back on the field sure, or on right. the court because you risk more injury. And since you get not getting paid, why not try to take your talent somewhere to where you will get valued and get that money? Yep. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. We're going to go up and do a CU basketball game. Alex and I are going to talk to Sean Drotar. You know what we need to do, Joe? Yeah, we're going to go up to Boulder. We need to take this back to the UNLV days. Yes. Larry Johnson, Ogman, Greg Anthony, yeah. and uh, well, dude, all, those guys were sitting drunk in remember, a strip bar. They were the sitting in a hot tub the game, right. right the Final Four, right? right? With gold chains and right. two live crews in there. Yeah. That's what college basketball needs <laughs> to get back to you. Go, Let's play the players. Yes, yes. Hey, but it's going on anyway. We could go on about this all day. Hey, man, you got to come down and hang out with us, but we're going to come up there, take you to dinner for all your hard work, Alex and I. We're going to go see a CU game. Let us talk to Dave Platty and see what the schedule looks like yeah, let's do and it. when we can get credentialed and, and we'll head up and we'll meet you at Pasta Jays and, and get some food. There you go. 
I love their calamari. I'm looking forward to it. Let's do it, brother, man. That'd be great, man. We love all the stuff you've done, and we're looking forward to seeing you up there. Alex and I will be up there for media day for the spring practice. Definitely. We always are, so we'll see you up there then if we did. But hopefully we get to go to uh, see you, Phil Dows. And come on, Tad Boyle. Get those guys to show up for the second half. Come on. It was an embarrassment last night. They're better than that. Hey, buddy, uh, take care. Hey, where do they get you on Twitter real quick? You can find me on Ralphie Report on Twitter and all of my work on RalphieReport.com. I have a new podcast dropping this afternoon that you can find at Ralphie Report Radio on iTunes. Well, your podcast oh, will be up as well on Twitter there, yes. young man. So yeah, you got it, man. we get some love from you as well. Hey, we got to go to break, Jack. We will talk to you in a couple weeks here. Spring ball right around the corner. Uh, Montez, hopefully be back, and hopefully the Buffs will be back. And LaVisca Chanel, we got a lot to talk about. I think the Buffs will be back next year, buddy. I do, too. I look forward to talking to you soon. Talk to you soon, buddy. That's the one and only Jack Stern. Catch his work on Ralphie Report. He is the man when it comes to CU football and basketball. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he's a guy. He's CU. He, from Brooklyn, New York, man. What's hey, he doing out here in Boulder? Guy knows what's going on. He hey, when we get back, our man, Ed Henderson, he's down in Florida right now. He'll tell you what's going on with Nolan Arenado. How much longer will he be a Rocky? We'll ask Ed when you return to the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez, special guest, RJ, the sports kid. Come on back and see us. Present. Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez, presented by the Weatherman Agency. Ten fifty six. Joe Rico, Alex Ramirez, back at the final word. Special guest co-host RJ, the sports kid. Love to uh, hang out with him some more throughout the year. Uh, you got a bright future, buddy. Uh, real quick before we get to our guy Ed Henderson, have to tell you about our good friends at Los Dos Patrios. Colorado's number one Mexican restaurant. Our guest, Ed Henderson, will also attest to that. Love their food. You can catch them at four locations. Centennial at 8251 South Holly Street. Littleton, 10065 West San Juan Way. Sunday brunch there, and it's going on right now till 3 o'clock. Highlands Ranch, you can go where we did the live remote on 35 West Springer Avenue in Highlands Ranch. And, of course, our new favorite, Alex, right out by uh, my office yeah. uh, over there on Rappo uh, and Parker, just down Parker Road, a little bit on Cottonwood. Los right. Dos Patrios, number four. Los Tell Dos everybody Patrios, about number, number four, four, baby. Four restaurants here. These guys are on common. Los Dos Patrios Mexican Restaurant. Mention the final word to your server when you go to any of the four locations. Centennial, Littleton, Highlands Ranch, and Parker, and receive 15% off your meal. Uh, that does not, the promotion does not include alcohol sales. Or the Sunday brunch. Or the Sunday brunch that is happening right now from 9 to 3 at the Littleton location. These guys are uncommon. They just unleashed and unveiled their new IPA last night. Oh, yes. Woo! On fire. Okay. I'm ready. Right down at the parking location. I think I might down there after the show. 19340 Cottonwood Drive. Remember, mention the funnel word to your server. Right. And you will get taken care of. They will take care of you. And Ed's been down there to uh, the restaurant. And sure. He's, uh, he, he can attest to us, right? Yeah. Hey, good morning, Ed. Good morning. How are you today, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. You're absolutely right. I think... Uh, you know, my wife and I both love Mexican food, and, and I can say this with all sincerity. The very best Mexican food 
that either Diane and I have ever tasted is wow. Los Patrios by any by any measure. They are the best, and uh, we like the one down on County Line in Holly. I don't, sure. I'm not giving the you, you know the one I'm talking yep, about. That's Absolutely, that's the original one. Great food. They take great care of you. Uh, their green chili is unsurpassed. So, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, I guys, if, if I was in Denver right now, I'd be sitting probably there right now <laughs> having a bowl of their green chili for sure. Well, we know you're down in Florida, and that brings to mind spring training right around the corner. Uh, you know, I believe it's uh, kitcher, pitchers and catchers report here in probably about three and a half weeks. And there's much anticipation uh, for the upcoming Colorado Rockies season. But is it for all the wrong reasons? I think the big story of the offseason has been the impending free agency of Nolan Arenado. And I think there's, you know, it's no secret that he, this is it for him. I mean, it's do or die as far as signing Nolan. Your thoughts going into the season on how long before you expect the Rockies to, to decide whether or not they're going to move Nolan Arenado because there's reports already from the Yankees and Dodgers that they're both going to be contenders to pursue this kid. Well, I think, guys, that uh, Nolan's going to be somebody that a lot of teams are going to be after. And quite frankly, I think the Rockies' uh, window of opportunity is closing pretty quickly because, as we know, many players, and this isn't just true in baseball, I think it's true in many sports, once the uh, the season gets underway, neither they nor their agent want to be having contract discussions during the during the season. So, I think for uh, for the Rockies, the longer this goes, the less favorable it becomes. I would love to hear them announce a deal here in the next month because I think once you get past spring training, once uh, they start bordering on the start of the the regular season, the contract discussions will end. Uh, there may be things going on behind the scenes that, you know, may be uh, continuing some some information exchange. But as far as real negotiations go, guys, I, I got to believe that once the season gets underway, that's going to stop. And then, of course, the longer you go with no announcement, um, the return on investment for the Rockies shrinks. So it's a risky situation. Um, quite honestly, guys, and I, I will give Jeff Breidich a lot of credit for what he's done over the last few years, but I have to say, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, I think a lot of fans would echo this, I'm disappointed with what the Rockies have not done uh, so far during this postseason. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think the offseason right now is uh, they, they, they're they losing players more than they're addressing needs. I, I get it. This past week, uh, Ed, Mariano Rivera, Roy Holiday, Edgar Martinez, and Mike Mussina named into the Hall of Fame class. Uh, Mariano Rivera, a unanimous decision. I didn't even know that even existed. Can you explain to our listeners when someone gets unanimous, unanimously voted in, uh, how that works with the with the baseball voters? And Roy Holiday, a Colorado guy, first time on the ballot, and he gets in. Talk about that. Well, uh, you know, as far as Mariano goes, uh, you know, guys – if anybody was going to be the first guy to be the, the unanimous choice of all the baseball writers, um, I think he's a deserving guy. Um, you know, for many, many years, and I think for for if you looked up the word closer in the dictionary, I think you're going to see his picture there. He is he has been the the poster child for uh, effective closing of baseball games um, from the moment he first picked up a baseball in the in the major leagues. I think. Um, you know, what it means is that all of the writers on every ballot voted for him. And I think 
that is a, uh, a distinction, a tremendous honor to him, to his family, and I think, uh, uh, you know, he's a very worthy guy. I, I loved watching him pitch. I didn't love it so much when he was pitching against the Red Sox, but uh, I have to say that, you know, in terms of how good he is, how effective he was, and when everybody in the ballpark, the, the fans, the media, the opposing team, knew that he was going to throw that cutter, and it came at him, and he was still effective with it. And I think he was a, just a, a, a very well-deserving guy that uh, w- was a sure first ballot uh, selection and very glad to see that it was unanimous. And then moving on to Roy Halladay, a guy that I knew well, um, was was sitting on pins and needles on Tuesday uh, over the last few hours before the announcement was made. I, I was thrilled for, for Roy's family and his friends and teammates. What a great honor for all of them. Um, you know, I was I was really hopeful, very optimistic that uh, that that Roy would get in. I think uh, of all the guys I've scouted in almost 26 years now of, of scouting high school and college baseball, you know, there have been a number of really quality pitchers that I've had the opportunity to uh, see and evaluate. Roy Halladay was atop that mountain back in 1994. He's still atop that mountain in 2019. He was the very best high school pitcher I have ever watched in the state of Colorado and absolutely thrilled to see him get into the Hall of Fame. And God bless him and his family. Uh, happy for all of them. The, the folks out at Arvada West High School have got to be thrilled. Great addition to the Hall of Fame. And uh, I'm honored because I'm going to be uh, – I've been asked to come back and uh, and and be at the induction ceremony in Cooperstown in July. And I'm really what looking an honor. forward to that. What an wow, honor. Ted. Yeah. You know, I mean, wow. uh, it, it's always been – that kind of stuff that, you know, best exemplifies your character and, and the kind of impact you've had on so many young men. And, you know, we never thank you for that part of it. It's always Rockies and baseball and, you know, what's going to happen in the National League West and is Bud Black the manager. It's never, hey, thanks, by the way, for all the kids that you've had to sit and make a judgment on. And, you know, how many lives do scouts change, by the way? I mean, it's only that one scout that gives that one recommendation that a kid be drafted. But that wasn't the case with Roy Halladay. I mean, uh, I don't think you had to be an A scout to look no. at Roy Halladay and take one look at him and say, wow, that guy's a number one. That guy's uh, that guy's got number one material. Moving back to the Rockies real quick, you know, I, I don't want to harp too much on Arenado. But if if you're looking at an out for Nolan Arenado, you know what kind of deal? I mean, would you think would be a reasonable get back for the Rockies? I mean, we had to trade too low. I don't think it's a shock that they're going to have to four hundred million. Well, no, they're not not talking about money. I'm talking about what what kind of trade value? I mean, are we looking? What if we got another number one type starter and paired him with Kyle Freeland and Herman Marquez, and now you've got three solid pitchers? I mean, isn't that almost worth? Losing Nolan Arenado? No. no. I, I think it is. I, I mean, and well, by the I, way, the guy had some chances in the NLDS to do something with some very key at-bats, and he didn't do anything with him. Just sorry, but if you want 200 and $300 you know, I have every right to say, where were you when you had an opportunity to make a difference in Milwaukee? You were 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. So I, I'm sorry, you know, he's a guy that Coors Field, you know, it probably has a little something to do with, like all of them, and, and I would say adios. If you give me a number one starter and a, and a good prospect, in the bullpen, bye-bye. 
You know, I'll tell you guys, I think it, it all depends on the timing of this. Obviously, I think most people, most Rockies fans would prefer that Nolan stay. Well, sure. But I think the, the issues around the arbitration number, the disparity between what, uh, what Nolan has asked for and what the Rockies have offered uh, was about $6 million. And, and I think that, that kind of puts discussions in a little bit of a contentious mode. But I think more than anything, at this point, it's a factor of time. And unfortunately for the Rockies, time is not on their side because the longer this goes, let, let, let's just play this out, guys. Let's say that, for example, they do not have a deal done by opening day. And now you've got a guy that's, that's going to be going through his final season under his present contract and without question is going to file for free agency at the end of that season. So I think that the Rockies have time working against them here. The longer it goes into the season, the less value another team is going to offer you simply because once you get to the trade deadline and worse than that, past the trade deadline, yeah. now you're in a scenario where Nolan could just walk away at the end of the season and you get virtually nothing. Yep. So, Joe, to your point, I mean, obviously if the Rockies know – and, and Nolan knows, and Nolan's agent knows, that they're not going to be able to reach an agreement. If they can strike a deal with another team, uh, I, I, I would think they'd want to do that as, as early in the season as possible. But again, the value de depletes as you go into the season, as, as anybody could imagine. If you could get a number one, or I, I don't think you'd get a number one, but you might get a number two or number three starter. Uh, there might be some other pieces that you need to pick up. I, I would love to see them get a a catcher with all due respect to the guys who've been in that role the last sure. few years. But you've got a couple of holes here, guys, you're going to have to fill if, if Nolan leaves. You still haven't got anything solidified at first base. Um, you've got a question mark at second. You've still got a question mark at catcher. So I think there's several pieces that they could look to try to acquire. And obviously, the, the sooner in the season they pursue that, the better off they're going to be. Uh, Ed, we have a question from RJ, the sports kid here. He's going to be Joe and I's new replacement here real soon. Yeah. About Go the ahead, Colorado RJ. Rockies. What do you got for Ed? Okay. If if the Rockies don't sign Nolan, which team will he be at? That's RJ, that's question. a great question. That's a question. That is a great question. I think I, I would say right now, RJ, that more than likely uh, it, it's going to have to be a big market team simply because the big market teams have the money and the, the ability to sign a, a, a long-term deal with, with a uh, quality player like Nolan. So my guesses would be, just out of the gate, it would probably be a team like uh, the Dodgers, um, perhaps the Yankees, perhaps the Red Sox. But I think it's a limited number of teams, RJ, just simply because uh, the small market teams, like you see in, in, in most of Major League Baseball, doesn't have the financial ability to uh, to sign somebody like him because they just don't have the financial resources. So, great question, RJ. I think uh, already you probably uh, are, are placing a great threat on Joe and, and Alex. Yes, I think so. He's got an internship yeah, when he wants guy's to. Guy's got an internship he, lined up. Hey, I uh, first of all, man, thank you so much for for all of your help. You you are an amazing talent. I, I'm going to leave you with this one. You know, right now the Rockies. I think you, the the whole season 
is going to be overshadowed until something is done with Nolan Arenado. And I think that it would just be foolish to say that isn't going to have some kind of an impact on this team. But that being said, you know, everybody's a professional. Let's just say they figure something out. They figure out Nolan is just going to stay with the team and they're not going to get rid of him. He's just going to become a free agent. They're going to let him walk. And he, he gets, he does a year with us and gives us his best effort. Where does this Rockies team rank talent rise right now in the national league West with Nolan for the whole year? Wow. I would tell you, Joe, I think, and I, I know Rockies fans are not going to like hearing this, I'm afraid they may have taken a step back. Um, and, and, and that's as of today. Now, that can all change between now and the start of the season if they can add a couple of pieces. But, you know, um, you've lost D.J. LeMayhew. You've lost an excellent guy in the bullpen in Adam Adovino. Um, you've, you've got now pressure at second base to bring up Brendan Rodgers or or you put Murphy there, or you do what you do there. You've got, as I mentioned before, you've got questions at first base and catcher. I'm not sure that this team will compete at the level that it did last year without the resources that they had. And uh, with DJ gone and Adam gone, those are two big critical cogs in the wheel that are no longer here. And I think that we saw how far they got with those guys without them, uh, assuming that you know the Dodgers have gotten better, and I believe they have. I think the Giants have maybe gotten a little better. Um, I, I just think it's going to be hard for the Rockies to, uh, to to get back to where they were last year uh, unless they make some other additions. So if they play out the season with what they've got now, um, I, I don't look for them to be able to necessarily get back to the, to the postseason as they did in, in 17 and 18. Well, Alex and I have some trade Nolan shirts that we're going to ask you to market for us. Okay, you wear a size XL, I believe. We're gonna we're gonna just be generous to you on this one and say it's XL. But I'm gonna leave it at this. We think that he needs to go as soon as possible because look, I mean, if you're not gonna keep him, when the let's just, when the Yankees let, off from another right, right, right. fifty million, but, but just give him to the Yankees now, right? Sorry. Just get give it, give me well, their number one right. prospect, their catcher whoever they need to give us and give us a solid number one starter and bye-bye because you know what? That's how small market clubs remain competitive. If you let this guy walk for nothing, I think it's going to hurt the Rockies for years to come. Oh, no question about it, guys. And I'll leave you with this. You know, if they know, if Jeff Breidich and the Rockies and Nolan and his agent know now that there is no possibility of an extension of his agreement beyond 2019, that needs to be the top priority to get that trade done immediately. Because, yep. as I said, if you get into the regular season, then you start factoring in injuries, you start Losing factoring value. in other considerations, and time is working against you. You know, yep. the clock is ticking. They've got to do something quickly. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. Have a safe flight back from Florida. Thank you. Amazing information, as always. And we will talk to you soon in the near future. Keep up the great work and say hi to Diane for for Alex. Yes, absolutely. Will do, guys. And RJ, a pleasure to meet you, okay? Pleasure to meet you, too. Wow, he's Take on top care. of it, man. He's got a presence, Ed. We're a little nervous. He's got his own YouTube I know Raz Gannat has already said he's planning on moving his sponsorship to RJ after the hey, show. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, you know when you listen to Saturday Night Live and they list the, the Saturday Night Live with so-and-so, 
I suspect that starting next week it'll be the final word with RJ, <laughs> yeah. also featuring Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez. I, I, I think that's a great idea, Ed. Yep. Hey, be safe out there. I hope you finally get some good weather coming your way out there, and uh, we'll talk to you shortly. Thanks so much for Thank everything. Thank you so much for everything. The man, Ed Anderson. Thank you. He knows baseball like no one knows baseball, and certainly enjoy the coverage. Hey, you know who's up next? It's Mr. Basketball. Yeah. We're talking basketball. Uh, hey, RJ, like you know it. And RJ, you were out at the game last night? Um, or, no. No, but no, you were, I, you've been to the games this year, right? Um, Yeah, I've been to a couple this year. All right. Well, I, Adam I saw Morris, you hanging yes. out with uh, Coach Steve Kerr, too. Yeah, yeah when I yeah. was Steve. Wow. And I saw Steph and Boogie. Wow. Boom. Are you kidding me? Adam Morris, this guy, He's made RJ, for the and Adam show. are going to talk it out about Boogie Steph. Now nah, that's the Warriors. We're going to talk about your Denver Nuggets when you return Nicola, you to the final Warriors. 1340 AM, 104.7 FM. Presented to you by Los Dos Potrillos Mexican Restaurants, Mile High Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.